0: Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah, Daf Yomi Yor. Today's Shiur is Daf Av. However, we will be beginning. We're going to start with the statement, Amar Mor. Okay, in the previous Gemara, we had said the following: Amar Mor, and the Ela Benochri, Sheloki Bashtov, and We only know that a person who leaves in his house, uh, Chametz of a goy is over if it's a go- the type of goy that is not completely controlled by you. How do we know that if a Jew will also keep the Chametz of a goy who is controlled by him in his house, how do we know that you're also for that? You should not find it. Don't find it means don't find not only a goy who you're not controlling but even your own <coughs> goy even a goy who's in your control don't find his chametz either Es <speaking in Hebrew> which is that's it should work the opposite if a goy who you don't control you can't have his chametz certainly you should not be able to control to have in your possession the chametz of a goy that you control because it's much more yours than than a goy who we don't control. So we have two ways to get out of the problem. One, prob- one way out of the problem is a bias way. A bias is basically epuch. Epuch means swap it. Switch the things. The, 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 the thing should say, not only a goy who's in your control, but even a goy out of control. So it the other way. That's a bias way out. It's of course smooth, except for the fact that you have to uh, change your Gemara. Uh, change your brighta uh, Ravah says, Really, leave it the way it was. And this that, we said, this that we mentioned, the Goy who you don't control before the Goy that you control, we're talking about the Rasha of that same brighter, Not the Sefer. It says, It says, you're, allowed to see, you're not allowed to have your chametz in your house, but you are permitted to have chametz of God or of other people. And that's why the brightness is which other people are you allowed to have? And the Ela. <coughs> <coughs> that's only a guy who you don't have. <coughs> How do you know that you're not over? <coughs> so, according to Ravah, <coughs> the, the, the order is kept first that you don't have, and then that you do have. But what's switched is what we're talking about. Are we talking about Isur, or are we talking about a Heter? If you're talking about a Heter, then the order is correct. And he says, we're talking about a Heter, it's allowed to keep this stuff in your house. Why would the Tana bring the words, which sounds like an Isur, don't do, And you, when you're looking for a Heter? lecha says, since it says the word lecha, lo yireh lecha, lo lecha semetz, b'chot lecha, right? Twice. Therefore, therefore we're learning from there that double lecha is not necessary for that. We're going to use it to teach you to switch it to heter. (coughs) Now, the brighter continues. Amar mor, chol yatmin v'yakbil akbil min hanokhrim. You might have thunk that you, you you should be able to hide and keep um, deposits from Goyim, Tabu Pasuk says, do not find it. It says But how can you say that you're allowed W- w- again, w- w- the-, the, the bright had said You might think you could keep it from a goy But we said in the beginning Which sounds like you're allowed to have it Meaning we have a question This chametz of a goy You have contradictory points in the bright Chametz of a goy in the beginning It sounds like you you can't have And then it says you can't have It depends whether the goy makes you responsible for it, which means as follows: <coughs> If the goy tells you, "Do you mind if I leave your cham- my chametz in your house?" and you say, "Go ahead," but you're not, but I'm not responsible. So then, really, it's the goy's chametz. But if the the goy leaves your house and if something happens that you're going to have to pay the goy back, then it's really like your chametz, and then that's a the problem because you're responsible for it. That's the that's how we get out of the two two contradictory, brighter explanations. says Like Ravah said to the people of Mechuzah, chamira Get rid of the chametz of the soldiers from your house. It seems like soldiers, Goyim soldiers, had deposited chametz in the house and Ravah told them to get rid of it. Why? Why? since if it gets stolen or if it gets lost it's your, it's in your possession and you're going to have to pay the soldiers when they come back if the soldiers come back and you have an excuse I'm sorry it's not here because it got lost they're going to make you pay therefore Rabbi told them it's like yours and it's to have it and that's why you have to get rid of it on the holiday okay says in "Hani, that makes sense hagorem dami so let me just explain what what this concept is there's a there's a concept when it comes to <coughs> um, a person who steals a korban, right a person who steals a korban, he does not have to pay kefel because you didn't you didn't uh, you didn't uh, steal you, normally you have to pay double when you steal something You don't have to pay that if you stole someone's carbon, because the carbon is not his, technically. Right? But if by stealing the carbon, you're causing the person. What happens if by stealing the carbon, you're causing the person to have to get another carbon? So you might have to pay back the carbon. There's a machlokit. One rabbi says that you have to pay back. The carbon. And, and, and some rabbis say, that hey, you don't have to. Okay? So that's, that's called, someone who causes you to pay money, it's like he stole money. So if I stole something from you, that causes you to pay money, that's like I made you pay money. And there's a machlok about that. Someone says says, this that we said, hey, that when the goy, when you're responsible for the chametz, it's like it's yours, that makes sense according to the one who says, regarding a carbon, that someone who causes someone to pay money is like money Is like money. so therefore over here also, when you cause, if, if the chametz is causing you to pay money it's like it's yours <laughs> but according to the one who says you don't have to pay back over there how are they going to get out of the problem over here says the, why, would, why would over here the fact that you have to pay money make it yours you understand this whole this whole thing of Rav telling the guys to pay for the soldiers' Khamets, That's only because since the barakamimon, since someone caused them to have to pay money, it's like it's theirs. But according to the one who says by the korban you don't have to pay back, he should say over here that the, that the soldiers leaving to not your problem. somehow you're right. He agrees that by the korban, but over here he says that it's okay. Why? Shani here it's different to Amar Matzeh, because he said it says the words do not find it in your house. So the extra words, do not find it, sounds like even if it's just something that you, uh, that you control, that you have to pay back for. Yes, by Korbanot doesn't say, here it does, and therefore the rules are different. da Amri, another way to get out of the problem. <coughs> that's, only, that's only good according to the one who says, something that's causing you to pay money is not money. That's why I need the Pasukah Lo to tell you that over here it's, it's a surah anyway. El Laman da the one who says it is like Mamon, Lo Yimatzeh Lamalisa Warani, Lo Yimatzeh. It's just a different way to read the Gemara. It's Tarih, I need it. Salka, that thing, I would have thunk. Ho'il v'chi'ita hada be'ena. We're now on Vava By the way, three lines down. Since Salka, that just like if it was here you would have to return it intact so over here it's different because since if the chametz was intact you would be returning it therefore it's a little bit not yours and therefore you need the words to tell you that you can't even have that in your possession okay that's the other way to learn the, the Gemara. Now we're going to start a brand new Gemara. name Rava. arnona Okay, so you need to know the following. In the olden days, there were um, taxes. But it wasn't like our taxes, necessarily money. Uh, the taxes was that if they, they saw you're raising livestock, right? Every, every head of cattle is, let's say, worth $1,000, they'll come around... And they see you have a 10, 10 cow. They want they want to cut. They want a, a, a half of an animal or a quarter of an animal or two animals and a half, whatever the tax rate happens to be on the Jews in those days. Now, the mother wants to know. Normally, you only chayav in uh, in uh, You only chayav to pay. In bechorah, meaning you only chayav if your if your animal gives birth to a firstborn boy. You're only chayav on it if you own it completely. But if you own it with a partner, then you don't are not chayav on the bechor. So the problem over here is: Do we say that the fact that the government is going to come and take part of your cow or the leg or the thing does that say that you don't have, you have a partner and now the baby you're allowed to keep because it's because it's not. A bechor, mm-hmm. Or do we say no? The fact that you owe the money to the government is not a problem. That's a question that we're having. Okay. So okay. Now this is connected because we, we had the we had the beforehand we had the chametz that was partially it was belonging to the Goy, but you're right. responsible for it. So here's a similar okay. Behemat Arnona. Behemat that you owe taxes on. Is it chayev in or not? If you could, if when when the government tax collector comes, you could give him cash and he leaves you alone. So then, the animal is not looked at as a partnership animal. It's something you owe money on the side, but it's not a partnership animal, and therefore you're for sure chayav. What's the question? If the guy won't take money and the guy wants a piece of the animal, then maybe. It's not not fully yours, and you won't be Chayav and Bechor. Right? So, Kilomasim is like, then what would be the halacha? Amaluhu, so he told him, pitura, it's pator. But didn't we learn Chayavit? Didn't we learn a different brahita? chayevit, and it's Chayav? Says well, no, Over there is when you could get rid of him with money. When you saw a brighta that says that yichayav, that's course you can get rid of the tax collector with money. One from the beginning. There are those who learn the same thing the other way. Amar rava, says behemat the bechora. The behemah of that you have taxes on is patur from the bechor because, like we said. your your patur, since it's not fully yours, just show him where it is, Harry. Since it's not fully yours, your patur. Now, according to this one, even though you could get out of taxes, your patur anyway, according to this one, the fact that you owe money, even though the fact that you could pay money since the guy has a claim on this cow, and if you don't pay money, the cow is his, that makes it that the cow is not fully yours. Now, I don't know if today's taxes would be the same. If a guy owes uh, IRS taxes, you're not going to say, oh, that means all the animals he owes, he doesn't owe Bechor for that. Because over here, the IRS wants nothing to do with the animal. Over there, the, the, the IRS or whatever, the Babylonian IRS, the BRS, right? Uh, these guys want the cow. They want the, 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 the animal. Your, your money is just a way to scooch out of it. But really, they want the cow, and that's what makes it patur. Even if you could pay, according to this iked even if you could pay them off, it's still, a, it's still a shared cow until you pay them off. And therefore, you're patur. Okay, according to the second iked Right? Isat Arnona, but according to this one, a dough that the guy owns a piece to the king, to the king it could be that in some some days they would want to take a piece of every dough that you make they want to take a piece of it as taxes then that's still why, why? And even it, not, only, not only when you could pay off with money is it but even even when they want the, the dough and they won't take money to get out of it it's still we don't say well he's got a partner his partner is the king we don't say that why not how come my time, what should it be different between a cow and some chala? Behemah itlekala. isa litlekala. By behemah, people know about it. There's, everyone knows who, who, that the, the king gets a piece of it. It's got a coal. And by a dough, no one really knows that. And therefore, it's hard to know. And, and it's going to be khayab ben chala. And if a guy walks into a Jew's house on Passover and he's holding a slice of pizza in his hand, do you have to get rid of it? So the writer says, you do not have to get rid of it. Right? If he left the slice of pizza by the Jew, Zakuklevayr, then you do have to get rid of it. <coughs> If the Jew told him, "Oh, you want to store your pizza? Store you could store it in that spot if you want." Then, and zakuklavaysh, then you don't have to get rid of it because loyimatzeh, which means not 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 chametz of it's left by you. Gemara says, "My papa So, in other words. That piece where it says that you're in the, the spot, how's how that bali So it's saying it's going on the on the no, that, it's No, talking that's what he's saying. When we said you have to get rid of it, why would you have to get rid of it? Because of loyimatze. That's so. In other words, our problem is the words Loyimatse sound like a uh, 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 an isur, and we're bringing Loyimatse as a reason why it's okay when you gave him a spot. That doesn't make sense. So we're explaining now that the word loyimatse is going that's on the risha going on the ratio, which is telling you why you, when, when you don't give him a spot, when you don't give him a spot, you do have to get rid of it because of the loyal matzah. That's what we're saying now. Okay? So let's, I'll do this on, on tape. Okay, Goy walks in and he says, like, he's got pizza, he's munching on the pizza, enjoy. He's holding the pizza, no problem. Okay? Now, Goy walks in and says, and, and says Dan, you mind watching my pizza? That's a problem. Okay? That you can't have. If... He says, Where can I put my pizza? He says, You want to store something? Take that, take that corner, but whatever you want in that corner. That's not the Jews, and it's okay to leave it there. And the person says, Shineyamar loyimatse. lo loyimatse lo is not on case three, it's going on, on case two. When he tells you, Dan, could you watch it? That's why you, the reason why you can't watch it is because it says, Loyimatse, it can't be by you. And if you're watching it, it's like it's by you. That's what we're saying. Okay? Now, says the Gemara. that's the way, that's the way gets out of the problem, of the fact that the Pasuk, is on number three, is on, is right after case three, he's learning on case number two, Rav Ashi says, no, it's going on the third case, this is what's coming to say, if you gave him a special house, then you don't need to get rid of it. I mean, you gave him a special place to put it, then you don't have to get rid of it. Because <laughs> the book says, don't find it in your house. Right? And this is not your house, because you gave him his own bite. Because <laughs> when the goy comes to pick it up, he's coming to his own house, you gave him this spot. So it's like the goy's house, and it's not batechem. that's why Elohim is going, according to Rav on the third case. Okay, it is actually a reason why it's okay. It's coming from the next word that wasn't mentioned, and it's not yes. It says, do you mean, more challenges, do you mean to say, this that when you, uh, a guy rents something, Goy rents something from you, it, it's like it's his, and it's his house? I'll show you that it's not from Masechet Abu What goes on Abu Zarah? But then we learned, If the place where not, not, not only in a place where they told you that you could rent. Not when we told you you're allowed to rent something to a goy, that you can only rent him a warehouse, but you can't rent him a residential house. Why? Because the goyim bring into the house idols, and you can't have idols in the house because Basuk says. Don't bring an abomination into your house, which is supposed to teach you that you can't have that. And if you hold, like we're saying, by the chametz, that when you tell the goy you can use that corner, it's his. Then he's going into his own house; he's not going into your house, and therefore it should be fine. So obviously, see that tzchirut law kanya. So we have a question: Why is it okay by passover if it's not okay by? Says the Gemara. By Pesach, it's different. No, by, by Pesach, it's different. Since the Pasuk says, It's only if it's in your hands to use, but not this, which is not in your hands to use, and therefore, it's fine. Amar If a guy finds hametz in his house on Yom Tov, what should you do? says the says, alav you cover it with a pot or something like that. Amar mm-hmm. says, If the item in your house wasn't your chametz, it was a pizza pie that you sanctified to the bet Mekdash, and therefore, since it sanctified the Betta the whole time it was in your house, you looked at it like it wasn't there because you knew you couldn't touch it because it was belonging to the bet Mekdash. Then, you don't, have to, you don't have to cover it with a, with a pot. My tama, why don't you have to do it? Because no one, no, everyone has moved out from it. They're separated from it already. They, no one, no one's thinking of eating it because everyone knows that's a, a Bet Hamikdash item. If you have to make a right. If you have of goy in your house, like the case we had before, you're not allowed to just leave it there. You yeah, have to put a mechitza around it, which tent of achim, b'shul mechir for her care. The im and if it belongs to hekdu, and you don't need to. My time, because people separate themselves when something belongs to b'temikdash. Be touch to sort of touch, and therefore you don't have to worry that anyone on Pesach is going to take a munch of it because they know to stay away from it. Chometz of a goy, maybe he'll take a munch, but chometz of a Jew, not. I'm wondering what would be the halacha if you have tarif chometz of a goy. Should be okay because probably it's like, uh, yeah, but Okay, let's see. Rami HaMafrish, if a person is going on a cruise, or say or is going on a caravan, does he have to check for Khamets? Okay. Kodem, Kodem Shloshim Yom If he's before thirty days, meaning he's thirty-three days before, he doesn't have to get rid of his chametz. But if he's within thirty days, then he needs to separate chametz. Abaya claims that there's a subdivision on the case of within 30 days and he says this thing you have to do it it's only when that's only if you want to come back but if you're not planning to come back during the holiday then, it ends according to Abaya, that would mean that you that if you leave three days before the holiday but you're not planning to come back in the whole holiday, you do not need to check your house. That's Abaya's take on things. I'm like, Rabbi. Rabbi challenges him. He says, if the, guy's, if the guy's not planning to come back, then even if he leaves from Rosh Hashanah, I'm sorry, if he's planning to come back, then even if he's leaving Roshana, he leaves from Rosh Hashanah, should have to check. Right? Why? Well, according to what you are saying, you said that if a guy, if a guy's pla- that this is all if a guy's planning to come back, right? On Pesach, right? Oh, okay. is says if a guy, but well, he's, is all is not planning, but if he's planning to come back, then 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 no, no, no. no. He, 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 made the sub. I wrote this down before. Abayan makes the subdivision on the case of, toch of toch right? So Rubber says. According to what he sounds like, the case of before Shoshim has no subdivision. And even if you're planning to come back, you're still good as long as you left 31 days before. That's how Abayah made it, implied. And Rabbi challenging it. He says, if I left 31 days before, and I'm coming back before Beth, how can you say I don't have to check? Even if I left, even if I left from Rosh Hashanah, I should have to come check. I'm coming back. What's this, what's this for? I can come back and I'm coming to my house? Yeah rather rather changed the subdivision. And he says the Father, Hada Shoshim, Yom, This is what we said before thirty days. You don't have to get rid of Khamed Ella the That's only if a person is not planning to come back That's okay. But if you plan to come back, you really have to go do it even for Rosh Hashanah. And the goes according to his reasoning, the How say Beto Otzad, person who makes his house into Otsar, which means, let's say, a guy has a regular house, it has got chametz all over the place, and all of a sudden, he starts pouring in wheat into the house, or pouring in, uh, um, I don't know, uh, ping pong balls in the house. And he's storing ping pong balls in the house. Now it's so stuffed with ping pong balls, that no one can find the chametz. Right? Okay. okay? If it's 30 days before Pesach, Kulver, you don't have to get rid of it. You could leave the chametz there because it's for 30 days. <laughs> if he decides to make a ping-pong storage house during 30 days, then you have to get out the ping-pong balls and get rid of it because you did it within 30 days. And, and this that we said that before 30 days you're okay that's only if you're not planning to uh, to know to sell it to, let's say a guy has an Amazon order and he's going to have to unload it uh, three days before Pesach if so even though you put it in 33 days before Pesach you still have to check because we know that you're going to get open it before Pesach that sounds like you're right you're not going to clear it out, but if you have, are planning to clear it out, even, even before 30 days, so you do have to get rid of that chametz before Pesach. So the Gemara says, what, what do these 30 days do for you? Right? Why dafka 30 days? Where do you get it from? In other words, how do you know that it's 30 days? Why do you pick that number from? Out of the hat? What's 30? Says the Gemara. Like we learned in the Braytah. You can ask about the laws of Pesach 30 days before Pesach. According to Tanakama, 30 days before Pesach. Since 30 days before Pesach, is supposed to be talking about the Khot Pesach. That's also connected to when you have to clear out the Chometzma. Rashba'ag אומר, Shete Shabbatot. Rashba'ag is only two weeks. He disagrees when you're supposed to talk about Pesach. My Tamer, Tanakama. What's the reason for Tanakama why he says 30 days? Shnei Mosheh omer Pesach Rishon, because Mosheh Abenu, we're now in Vav Moshe Mosheh Abenu is standing in Pesach Rishon, umasir la Pesach Sheni, and he's warning the men of Pesach Sheni. Shnei Emad v'yasuf bnei seta Pesach Moado. Pasuk says the Jews did the Korban Pesach in its time. Kti asher adam. Pasuk says that there were people who were tameh la adam they need to Pesach Sheni. So since Moshe is standing in Pesach Rishon. And which is on the, the 15th of Nisan, and he's talking about Pesach Shani, which is on the 15th of Iyar, you see that 30 days before, you got to talk about things, and that's where it comes from. Rashbah go, man, no. Amalach. I did my Pesach, do How will Rashbah get out of this question? You Look, you see Moshe Rabbeinu who did it 30 days before. He says, no, Moshe Rabbeinu was talking about Pesach because he was talking about Pesach. So therefore, once he's talking about Pesach, he might as well give you all the laws of Pesach Shemitu. But it's not a proof that always on every holiday, you have to 30 days before. So, so the month of Rosh Hashanah, where do you get two weeks from? She Moshe Omed and he's telling you about Pesach. He says, this is this month is Rosh Chodesh. And then it says, So you see, two weeks before the holiday, he's telling you about Pesach. So you see, two weeks before is the right time. That other thing was just telling you because he's, he's talking about Pesach. But here, in a different place, that's what he's doing. says, When he says, when when Moshe says this month for you is the first month, and Nisan, he told you this is the first month. Who told you that he said that, that statement on Rosh Chodesh Nissan? Perhaps that statement was said on Dal Nisan. How do you know it's two weeks before? Maybe it's Dal Nissan and it's ten days before. Right? It just says this month, even though we said it we, that, said doesn't that doesn't say, say anywhere say, in that pasuk that he's right. talking about Rosh Kodish. Ilamarabba Simi, Ravina, Me'akha, we learn it from here. In Midbar it says, Moshe say, right? Hashem told Moshe in Midbar in the second year. in the first month. and then it says the Jews did the Pesach So you see that Moshe reviewed the laws of Pesach from Rosh Chodesh. thank you, Mr. Marciano, for, for paying attention and not not just tuning out when we do the pesukim." Says here too." Who told you it was Rosh Kodesh? Even in the second year, who told you it was Rosh Kodesh? Again, the, the same question. It might have been day five or day, day four. We have a Gizrash Shavah, it says in the Pesach, Sinai. And it says in the beginning of part of Bamidbar when it's talking about counting the Jews, it says it is the first day of the second month. Just like when it talked about counting the Jews, which was in the first of Iyar, it was on Rosh Chodesh Iyar. Afkan, so too Nissan, Rosh Chodesh was Rosh Chodesh Nissan. So that Gezer Hashem tells us that it wasn't the fourth or the fifth; it was actually the first. And that's why we know that's 14 days before, and that's why Rosh Barag is good. Okay? Now, once we're here, we're going to ask the question, it's interesting, because we made the Gzereshava between the Parshat midbar the, the beginning, and Parshat B'min the, the middle of B'min In the middle of B'min it talks about Pesach. In the beginning, of, in, be, in, in Perak Tet, and Perik Aleph, it's talking about counting the Jews. Perek Aleph took place in Iyar of the second year, and Perak Tet is taking place in Nisan of the second year of the Jews in the desert. So we're asking, how come the Torah puts it in that order? Why are we first talking about counting the Jews which took place in yar? And then we're going to talk about uh, Korban Pesach, which took place a month before. Why don't we first write about uh, Pesach and then talk about counting the Jews? So this teaches us, to And From here we see that there's no order in the Torah. You can't prove, that we can't prove about the order of stuff from its position in the Torah. Because not necessarily its position, chronological. Wow. We only said this by two different parashiyot. But if you're in one parasha, which means one one area in the Torah, then then what's earlier is earlier, what's later is late. Because if you don't say that, whenever you have a klaluprat, which means that if you have a generalization and a specification, we have a rule that whenever you have a klaluprat, a and We have a rule that everything that's in the generalization is what's in the specification. Maybe it's a flip and you have to do it the other way around. There's different rules for a klal prat and a pratu So you have to be able to know what's first, the prat to klal or the klal prat. And if you say that there's never any order, even in a parsha, then you can't have a klal prat ever because you never know if it's a klal prat or a If to klal. And furthermore, prat now say klal mus klal musafala prat. Do do they pratu? Same thing. By a pratu klal, it, it might be a klal prat. Ihachi asking right if that's true. Afilu betrein yanim nami. Then even into yanim, right? Is you can do a Prat in two different places. So according to the one who says you can do a Klael Prat in two different places, how are you going to get out of the problem that you said the No, says no. Even if you say that you do Klael Prat in different places, That's only if it's talking about the different parashiyot, but it's talking about the same idea. betray Batreyan, but it's talking about two different things, and everyone agrees you can't do a klal, part of klal, it's talking about two different things, and therefore, therefore there's no question that en muktam that's for sure true. Let's do a little bit more. Amar Behuda Amarav, Habodek Sarih Shivatel. Behuda says, that a guy who makes bidika needs to make b'tul. my time, what's the reason? Okay, you know what? This is really another another sugar. We'll do this tomorrow. We're going to end over here. Amen.